Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox, that's Ben Olson. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We got an email here from Ben. Okay. Good morning. I recently began my LSAT prep with a diagnostic last week and got a 150. That's that's a great start. I was obviously disappointed in the score. Okay, that would, that's not obvious to me. Not for a diagnostic. A di- that's a great diagnostic, yeah. Yeah. However, throughout the exam, I felt that I was able to at least, as- asterisks, someday learn how to answer each question confidently. No question felt impossible, and after reviewing, I could attribute most incorrect answers to lapses in reading comp or key phrases slash evidence that slipped my mind. Okay. Great. Yeah, you're you're not just going to at least someday learn how to answer each question. If you keep going forward, you can... <laughs> answer quite a few of those confidently and correctly. Ben continues, the diagnostic was rushed. I had just gotten home from work, was in a mood after being frustrated at work, and was rushing the exam mentally because I had somewhere to be after the exam as well. My question is, how optimistic, pessimistic should I be about increasing my score by 15 to 20 points, given that I was perhaps not mentally focused or as locked in as I should have been, more broadly, in your guys' opinion, how significantly does the physical mental routine aspect of preparation before an LSAT affect one's score? Um, there's a lot there, Ben. Look, you got a 150. I don't care how you got it. You got it. That's a great diagnostic score. So, yes, you have very good odds of improving by 15 to 20 points. I would hope that you get into the 170s. At the very least, you should get into the high 160s. Don't worry about it anymore. Just press forward. Yeah, 150 is an amazing diagnostic. The fact that you're saying throughout the exam, I felt that I was able to at least someday learn how to answer them confidently. And you also noted you've learned one of the most important things. You said after reviewing, I could attribute most incorrect answers to lapses in reading comprehension or key phrases, evidence that slipped my mind. In other words, you weren't taking it seriously enough, like because it is lawyer shit and you're not, you're not reading it carefully enough. That's the most important lesson. Like I have to teach you in every single class. I have to say, okay, can you read that again? What does that mean? No, wait, you think it means that? Wait, read it again? And then they read it again and then, they, oh, 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 wait. So then the answer, yeah, 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 right. You you got it. You did it yourself. But all I had to do was just sit there and go, read it again, read it again. No, read it again. Yeah, okay, there you go. Now you see it. So Ben's already learned that critically important lesson. And starting at a 150, Ben already is answering at least half the questions correctly. So to answer the other half correctly, you've got to always read more carefully. And then, yeah, use some of our explanations, like watch a video, read a written explanation, ask us a question via the ask button if you need to. We got lots of ways to help you start capturing those points that you don't already have. Yeah. How optimistic am I about you increasing by 15 to 20 points? I would almost guarantee it if you're willing to study for however long it takes in order to make it happen. I, I, yes, I, you will make it. Yeah. Um, what do you think about that last question? How significantly does the 
physical slash mental routine aspect of preparation before an LSAT affect one's score? What do you make of all that? I think obsessing about that routine can be a problem. That's what I wanted to say. Like, don't go searching for solutions in your mental and physical routine. Your problem with the LSAT is that you're not reading it well enough. So you need to read those questions more carefully and you need to devote yourself to just, hey, I'm not picking a wrong answer here. I'm going to pick an answer that I understand. I'm going to pick an answer that answers the question. And I'm going to do that 75 times on an LSAT. That's what, you know, what an LSAT is, is solve 75 individual puzzles. And if you can just get in the habit of reading them carefully enough to solve them and feel really good about the answers that you're choosing, then I don't give a shit about your physical and mental routine leading up to the test. Who cares? It's a two and a half hour test. If you understand what you're reading and if you're careful and if you try to solve each question, you know, if you're patient with them and you solve the questions, then you don't need to be meditating and working out and all that shit. (laughs) Like that stuff's great, but it's also not, it's not necessary or sufficient. You agree? Yep. I agree. And by the way, we're both advocates of physical and mental health. And we do think that, you know, it, it can be the answer to lots of your problems, but like Ben isn't even having any problems. 150 indicates that Ben is handling this test just fine. And I think you should be able to get to 170 just fine. I don't think that you need to become a monk or go crazy on any kind of routines. Um, You just need to spend some time studying the LSAT, right? You just need to practice the LSAT. Anything else for Ben? Nope. Yeah. Email daily at LSATdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 